This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Eight after the hour. Thank you for being here each and every weekday on the uh, 8 a.m. expanded news feed on Jacksonville's Morning News. And this week has been full of developments since the news first broke very early on in the week that the Politico report came out with a draft opinion, a first draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court that seemingly would be overturning Roe v. Wade, touching off protests leading now to the Senate Majority Leader um, Chuck Schumer saying that a vote will be held next Wednesday to codify Roe. I wanted to kind of close out the week with some semblance of where we are and where we're going next. WOKV political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney from Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute is with me. And I guess as we close out the week, do you reflect back on the significance of what may be coming? Because we still don't know when the ruling will be coming out. Well, there is a lot that's uncertain, Rich, but this was a very stunning development certainly captured the attention of the nation with protests in Washington. Uh, Justice Roberts, as everyone knows, has authenticated, has said that the opinion is authentic. So that draft from February is a draft. But it's it's important to remember that it is a draft. And under the process of the U.S. Supreme Court, the language can change and even the opinion can change, although this very much does appear to be the likely opinion. The opinion will probably come out at the end of June, beginning of July, which is close to two months from now. And the midterms are six months away. So as you look at it, we're, in a, we're sort of a little bit of a holding period until we get to the final opinion. But what you saw was a very swift and strong reaction on the Democratic side, and you highlighted that with, with uh, Senator Schumer. Uh, many are calling to abolish the filibuster because the filibuster would make it possible, for example, to pass a federal statute on abortion rights. It would also make it possible, as some would like, to pack the court. But quite frankly, it's highly unlikely you're going to see a filibuster. You've already seen Senator Manchin and Cinema say that they're not going to do that. So you've seen some very, very strong reactions, some criticism of the court. Some of that will settle down as we wait and see, because Justice Roberts also emphasized this isn't the final opinion of the court. We're likely to see that at the end of June. Rick, if we were to see Senate action and we were to see some sort of federal statute, uh, I I could envision a day where Republicans take control of the uh, Congress down the road and then it's undone and then done back again. And so it becomes this political ping pong match. And in the middle is women's rights, ultimately, is what's being argued. It's very much this does not um, end the debate. The debate goes on. There's a great deal of passion on both sides and understandably so. On the policy debate, both sides feel very, very strongly. And if the court's opinion becomes the final opinion, if the court is the the draft becomes final, then it shifts to the states, and there is a divide among the states. So one of the remedies that some would seek is to go to federal legislation, but as you just pointed out, Rich, that is not really a permanent solution. So we have not heard the end of this. This is where there are strong, strong emotions on both sides, and it does appear likely that the court will overturn Roe versus Wade, and in that case, it will shift to the states. And so in that case, Florida has this new law that takes effect on July 1st. It's essentially, a, for all intents and purposes, after 15 weeks of ban, there are some uh, narrow exceptions or exemptions that are in place with that. Do you see and have you seen in the course of this week any effort by lawmakers to maybe uh, go further than 15 weeks? Is that something we should look for? A couple things to look for. One is you may see some lawmakers want to go further, 
But the other thing you should expect in Florida is further litigation, because in the Florida Supreme, in the Florida Constitution, we actually have an explicit right to privacy. Remember, Roe versus Wade originally was founded on the notion of a right to privacy, but that was based on several different amendments. Later on in Casey, it became more focused. It was an implicit right to privacy under the 14th Amendment. But in Florida, it's explicit. There is a right to privacy under the Florida Constitution, and abortion advocates will argue and litigate that there is a constitutional right to an abortion under the Florida Constitution. So expect some legislators to become even more restrictive, but also expect litigation to challenge this and to argue for a constitutional right under the Florida Constitution. Could you see a scenario where this upcoming special session that's focused on property insurance, it's coming up in a, at the end of the month, I think May 23rd through 26th or so, that we see this issue come up in the legislature, the potential of, say, a six-week heartbeat uh, bill, as we have seen in other states, for example? It's possible you can see them trying, to, the legislature trying to go less than 15 weeks. I don't think it goes towards the Texas legislation. I think that's kind of highly unlikely, and particularly the way uh, Texas is enforcing it through private litigation and private lawsuits. But certainly some legislators are going to look take this as a clue that they can go a little bit further, and that is likely to be part of the discussion, but I don't think it'll go that far. In a week that has uh, stunned so many, and I think uh, when we first talked to you earlier in the week, you used the language of um, kind of like an earthquake, basically, and people's jaws are still on the floor. What next surprise do you see out on the horizon with this? Is there any stunner, or has this been it, and now things kind of play the um, way that we expect them to? Well, one thing to keep in mind when I use the word earthquake is that if, in fact, Roe versus Wade is overturned, it certainly appears it's on track to be overturned, in my judgment, that is a political earthquake. And you saw signs of that this week. Remember, the midterms are six months from now. And because of history, the Republicans are on, in the, on the better path and in a great position, quite frankly, to win the House, almost certainly, and likely to win the Senate. They're also on a good path because for them, at least from their perspective, with inflation as it is, with crime, with immigration and other issues, the public is, is dissatisfied, of course, with inflation. And therefore, the Republicans are in a very good position for the midterms. If this does take place and if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it gives Democrats something to really motivate their base to turn out. And it also helps change the topic, change the discussion from inflation to abortion rights. And so you can see this over the next six months playing out in a very high profile way as you look to the midterm, a very high stakes midterms. And for Democrats, they will use it for fundraising to change the topic and to get their base out to the polls. I tell you, you're uh, celebrating 10 years at the JU Public Policy Institute. And in the 10 years since the Institute started, Rick, you've had a lot to teach those kids, I'd say. And this is one of them. Well, I'll say this. When we started the Institute a decade ago, we felt it was important that there was a need uh, to educate, train, and prepare a new generation of leaders in policy, politics, and leadership. We think the need's even greater today than when we founded the Institute 10 years ago. And we think the need for some of our core values, the civility, integrity, accountability, courage, and stewardship, we think that's more important today, actually, than it was 10 years ago. Uh, so we hope that our graduates will, will contribute to making the community better. That's part of what the graduate program in public policy is all about. And like I said, with the political divide that we have today, maybe more important today than it was when we founded the Institute 10 years ago. Always value your insight. WOKV political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. Thanks.